All right, time for another movie review. I'm here with NL. NL, mm, how's it going? Uh, good. All right, so what movie? Civil War. That, that's the one we saw. So is it actually called Captain America Civil War? Or? It is called Captain America Civil War in the cinema. It was just, It wasn't mainly around, about Captain America in the comics. Yeah, I was. I thought that was weird because the movie. I mean, I guess he's the main protagonist, but it just seemed weird that they, because the other ones they call Avengers movies, and I think of this as like an Avengers movie. Hmm. But anyway, we're gonna yeah, review the movie. Yeah, it didn't really feel like a Captain America. Movie. No, it, I mean, you know, what semantics. Yeah. So, first, should we start with how many stars we give it, and then talk about why? No, stars at the end. Like stars at the end. Okay, so did you want to do? Three uh, pros no, and three just cons. Just like last time, three pros, three cons. Then in overall, just talking about it. Then the stars. All right. So who's gonna go first? Mm, you, because I haven't really thought of my should, pros and cons. Should I start with pros or cons? Whatever you want. All right. Let's start with pros. Pros, bros. No. <laughs> Dad joke for the win. No, All right. No, not for the win. So three pros for this movie. Uh, I thought it was a great movie, and one of the pros, something I noticed, now maybe I just didn't notice this about the previous ones, but I feel like the action scenes were shot in a new way. It was a really interesting filming technique, and the opening sequence is when I noticed it especially, but in all of the like fight action scenes, it was kind of a, the camera was moving almost the way that you would film with a handheld like a, a camera on a phone, but not in the same sense as Blair Witch Project or uh, what's that other one that uh, I can't remember it, the J.J. Abrams one that's all shot on the camera. Not that extreme, but kind of a handheld, a little bit jerky, not a smooth camera motion. And it moved really fast and well, and I thought it did a really nice job of making the fight scenes look a bit more raw and less graceful and choreographed, but still very real and fast-paced. Uh, I thought that was really interesting. In, in fact, probably the the biggest change that I can remember in the way action scenes are filmed since The Matrix sort of introduced this slow motion, speeding back into fast motion thing, which became so popular. So I thought that was really cool. I thought that was a good action scene uh, filming technique. Another pro is... Um, I thought, and I'm trying to think of which one I want to focus on. I thought the way that they brought so many characters into the movie was done really well. It made it really interesting because there's a lot of cool characters in the Marvel Universe. And it wasn't and overcrowded. And a lot of bad characters the, like I, Howard the Duck and 3D Man. Yeah, they should have brought Howard the Duck in somehow. No, well they did in Guardians of the Galaxy at the very end, that little Easter egg. Oh, I remember that. That's right. I forgot after the credits. So I liked that. In Unlike Age of Ultron, which I felt had a little too much going on, there were too many strong individual characters with their own storylines that I would have liked to see that felt they were all rushed and crammed. This somehow did a masterful job of bringing Spider-Man in, introducing Black Panther, having the Captain America and Iron Man feud with all the other characters involved. They did a great job of tying so many elements together without making you feel, I mean, having Ant-Man in the movie, all these characters that are really strong on their own, without feeling 
like it was too rushed or like there wasn't really a core plot. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and, when we were suddenly introduced to Ant-Man and some of these other characters like recently over the years, it had to mean something. Like something was coming with these characters. Yeah. Hey, you might want to get a little bit closer to the oh. microphone. That's good. Uh, so, pro number three. I mean... I don't know at first if I would have called this a pro because Captain America has never been one of my favorite characters. I it's found him tights. just cheesy, patriotic, you know, just obey authority as and long as it a. has no, a I mean on his stars head. and stripes. Did you just call him a big A? <laughs> no, I said and the big A. The one, no, the A symbol on his head, but he is an A. Yeah. <laughs> so I was never a big fan, but what they did with his character, I loved. It was this not blind devotion to government employees, but devotion to a set of ideas, which in this case was individualism. And Winter Soldier was like this too. That movie, it was a very, he was fighting actually against the government for kind of individual freedom, had this very libertarian streak, which I absolutely loved. They took his character in a really cool direction. I just, when they first introduced Captain America and in that first movie, I was not interested and I had a hard time figuring out how Marvel was going to make this guy interesting. In the Avengers movies, it was kind of okay with the antagonism with with Iron Man. But he was kind of just like that one leader character no one really cared about. Yeah, he was like Superman, just like Golden Boy. It's It's like, my favorite is Thor. My favorite is Iron Man. My favorite is Captain America. What? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You always wonder about that guy, you know? Uh, So I like what they did, making his character willing to break the law, go outside the law yes. uh, when the law is dangerous or immoral. So those are my big pros. What about you? Hmm. Well, um, you know what? I think I'm going to do cons. Oh, that's a good one idea. con I had, this is con number one. Con Super Newsome phone? <laughs> Black oh, Widow in the movie. Here's my problem with her. Like, overall... From like she deserves her own movie. She definitely oh, does, come on. but you think no, 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 so? no, 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 Dad. All right, all right. Only, the only thing you know about her is how they've portrayed her in the cinematic universe, That's which fair. is stupid. Like in Avengers, she wasn't that interesting. She just didn't seem. I don't know. They tried to make her a strong-willed female, but it just it just didn't really work. Something was wrong about her, and in um. Age of Ultron, she pretty like she was pretty much the same thing. They made her lo- a love interest for Hulk, but the weird thing is, it, she seems like a love interest for Captain America in um, Winter Soldier and Civil War. Like in Civil War, it was my main problem. I was like, is that this time are they going to do something right with Black Widow? Nope, nope, she just seems to be the love interest for the main character well, then she almost, yet again. Yeah, she almost was, it seemed like, flirting with Stark a little bit. It's or, like, yeah, she flirts with all the... Maybe that's what spies do. Yes, <laughs> maybe it's a thing that non-spy people just wouldn't oh, understand. Wait, we forgot to say, spoiler alert, we're talking about things in the movie if you haven't seen <laughs> it yet. Yes, uh, we'll put that on the episode description. Yeah. Okay, so uh, that's one con. You didn't like where they took Black Widow. Here's another con. Like, I was fine with how the movie turned out, but con number two, like, I feel like they could have made it more like the original Civil War comic storyline where, that like, they didn't even have the 
um, thing, like, sure, they had the government, like, limiting superheroes, but they didn't have the main part of their rules, which I thought was really weird, which was superheroes have to give up their secret identities. Oh, like registration. Yeah. Which the, is a much more direct registration connection to the way that yeah, the Nazis made the Jews the, be registered. That was the most important part of the entire story. Yeah, that would have made it more sinister and more, like, worth fighting against even, you know? Yeah. And, like, maybe they didn't do this because it seems in the cinematic universe, I'm pretty sure Captain America's identity is known. Um, like, all of those main heroes, some exceptions, but I'm not really sure. It just seemed like there were too many that we were that they were featuring that had their secret identities known. Maybe that's it, but there's another problem. They didn't add enough of their other... They didn't feature enough of their other superheroes that were in the original thing. Wait a minute. They had so many characters and superheroes in this movie. Do you want it there to be even more? No, this is con number three. They... They simply didn't feature as many heroes as they did before. It wasn't just Team Cap, Team Iron Man. It was like huge sides of a war. It was a war. Instead of just two teams battling for their beliefs. It was a lot bigger than that. So This, the, is, this is in the comics. Yes. So the names, See, I've never read any of those. Yeah. So the name Civil War was a bit of an understatement. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so was that all your cons, or did you have... I thought you had one about... Baron Zemo? Well, you must have a lot of cons. You also remember Aunt May? You were very disappointed. Yes, yes. Why was she... Uh, you know what? We will save that for sp- for the new Spider-Man film. Oh, We will okay. save the Aunt May So film. we don't get to say anything about... Because I, I loved the new Spider-Man character. I was very... Because I liked the Tobey Maguire, the original Spider-Man 1 and 2. Uh, maybe there was a 3... I never watched the new Amazing Spider-Man. They looked horrible. So I was like ready to be disappointed. I watched, I watched the first Amazing Spider-Man. It was, it was decent, but it did give me my favorite, one of my favorite quotes from the cinematic universe. Poor Peter Parker. <laughs> that's it. That's your favorite. Wow, it's so profound. So I like the character of the new Spider-Man, the, the way that they introduced him back into yeah, this. That grew on me. But you didn't like yeah. Your turn for cons. Okay, cons. Um, I think... hmm, Let me try to think of the three cons. One is... The way that they try... You know, to, to have this battle between all these epic forces... It always seems a little bit contrived. I mean, this is kind of like when a when a mega supervillain shows down with a superhero... The way that they somehow manage to do it where nobody dies or gets seriously hurt. Although the one guy, uh, Iron Man's buddy, did, uh, get, did get like... War Machine. Yeah, War Machine. But considering... I mean, Vision, for example. He's supposed to be this like all-powerful, transcendent being. That's not... And yet when he shows up to the fight, he seems like he hardly does anything. He blasts a laser from his, from his head gem... His introduction in, yep, yes, he's powered by something that is literally the universe in solid form. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, but it just seems like, like he's not, and perfect. like Black Widow and what's his name, uh, Hawkeye, they somehow are completely fine with people who have super strength, laser beams, and all this stuff, and they don't get killed. That, they don't even get cut open or anything. 
That, alright, one. Those fight scenes were just, it just seemed like it was all too perfectly equal. No, Black Widow Now, maybe it's because they were buddies and they didn't want to hurt each other. No, listen. Black Widow has this special technology. Like, I don't know, that sounds stupid. Black Widow has technology. Yeah, like Stark has technology, but it's clearly dominant technology. She's out there running around in, like, tights and a shirt, you know? I mean, but come on. no, she was trained her entire life from probably from the moment so she you're was saying, two to right now. So you're saying just a human being. So who's... so you underestimate the Russian ninja ballerina? <laughs> How dare you? So I guess a human who's trained their whole life equals someone with superpowers. Mm-hmm. I, don't I don't really I, know. Okay, so that was one of my cons. But Hawkeye won or thing. Um, he is a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent originally. I'm pretty sure S.H.I.E.L.D. has, like, special protocols for how to take down an Avenger, but that's the only defense I have for a guy running around with bow and arrow. But at least he admits it's stupid. Remember in Age of Ultron? (laughs) Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so another con I had was the, the bad guy, uh... What was his name? Zemo. Zemo. It was the way that they they were kind of building it up. Like, who is this guy? What is his plot? Oh, Oh, he wants to unleash these super soldiers. Oh, oh, I guess he doesn't even want to. And then it just sort of, it just was very unsatisfactory. Yeah, I agree. If they were to, I'd be fine with them having having Helmet Zemo behind all that. If they at least gave him his costume and his cunning plan and you killed my father captain america prepare to die instead of one time i'm i was in sokovia and my dad died and now i no, it was depressed. his it was his wife and kid yeah and his dad oh I, his, see, it didn't say in the movie anything about it, his dad yeah it did it didn't even oh. make sense like they didn't even say that his no i mean dad it seemed like Baron yeah Zemo. this master plan where he's willing to torture people and kill them in cold blood and do all this crazy stuff because he was a little depressed just because an entire city got leveled and a, and his family got killed that'd be horrible but i mean normal people don't go trying to chase down and destroy super-powered humans for the rest they of their life yeah, they it just didn't seem like a convincing costume i was waiting even before... So he's actually a character in the Marvel Yeah, universe? I was waiting to see Baron Zemo the, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Does he have power? Uh, no. Huh. But he okay. was still pretty cool. So I'm going to give you my third and final con, and then you can give your pros. So okay. my third con is, I thought it was kind of weird, the whole Bucky Winter Soldier thing. I get Captain America being like, hey, this isn't the guy who did it. We want to find out who actually did it uh, because there's something dangerous going on. And I get him not wanting to go along with this accord. But what I don't get is his unrelenting defense and even Bucky's defense of himself, given that Bucky can just be programmed to be a like weapon of mass destruction. It seems like it seems like Captain America would be like, Bucky, you're my friend, but you're dangerous. We've got to keep you, you know, under wraps. And like nobody seemed to be worried about that, which I um, thought was odd. I disagree. No? Yeah. It wasn't a, it's even more, like, if you look back on, like, the first Captain America, it's first Avenger, it's, it will kind of remind you that, of who Bucky is. I mean. Yeah, but, I mean, he can be programmed to kill, and he did kill a ton of people, so wouldn't Captain America be trying to make sure he, like, didn't do it again? I don't know. That just seemed a little strange. 
Yeah, get him a really skilled therapist. Uh, your pros. All right. Well, first of all, hmm, let me think. I liked, you know, Black Panther was pretty cool in, well, in the movie. Like, they didn't just make him the average superhero in tights. Like, in the original thing, he was in a panther suit. It, it wasn't very... Like I don't a, know. Like an actual panther suit with fur and a hat? No, oh. no. It was just a just like spandex panther suit uh, with tights. So I like then this. It, w- it was made of metal, and it had all these interesting symbols on. They give him this um, fanged necklace, but it wasn't one. It was like metallic fangs on the neck part of his suit. It, he just looked really cool, and like the claws that are retractable, he... I don't think he had that, so it was really cool to see. Okay, um, that's one pro. Hmm, let me think. I don't know. Well, I mean, when there's nothing else that you thought was a really great... I'm trying to think. It was a good movie. I, just I mean, you need... started clapping at the end. You obviously yeah. liked it. Yeah, I'm just trying to... You can't to... think of anything specific. Yeah, let me think. Um, hmm, I don't know. Hmm. Distract the audience. <laughs> uh, okay, so I, you know what, I, uh, I missed the Hulk in this movie. I always like when he's a part of it. So he wasn't in there, and Thor wasn't in there. We didn't really miss Thor that much. <laughs> Why not? Eh, he's okay, but why didn't you miss Thor? I don't Thor? know. I don't know. Thor's all right. Uh, I am super excited about Spider Man, though. I thought that was really hmm. cool. And Black Panther, I love the way that... See, I didn't know anything about this Wakanda thing. And I love after the credits, there's two teasers after the credits. One after a short bit and then one after all the credits. But the the first one, it shows Bucky in Wakanda. Yeah. And uh, And a super secret Wakanda. I thought that was kind of cool and mysterious and setting up for a cool Black Panther movie. Mm. One strange thing about it to me was that I'm pretty sure Wakanda was like a savage... Well, not completely savage, but a it didn't have the technology that it did in the movie. It was a bit more, more primitive. primitive. Yeah. Hey, what do you think about Stark in this movie? He has been such a strong character who just like is magnetic on screen all the time in all the movies. He he was a little yes, different this time. Seemed like he always seemed like the character who wouldn't care even in huge crisis. He would keep his cool. So seeing this side of him. Like the, he killed my parents. It, it felt like it was the beginning of the end for him. Like he's yeah. starting to wind down and like not be able to be Iron Man anymore. Didn't it seem like that? Hmm. Well, at, well, in the comics, at one point he retired and replaced himself with a robot named Mainframe. Really? Yeah. Maybe we'll see that coming. Ooh. I thought um, I thought it was kind of funny too. The whole debate about you know whether they should come under the control of some government because you guys are basically. Super weapons, you're oh, like wait, nukes. Oh, wait, I have a con. Well, I was in the middle of a Sorry. thought here. All right, fine. Go ahead. Vision seemed more human. I didn't like his... I, something about his introduction... did he seem weird wearing a sweater? <laughs> yeah, in Age of Ultron. Like, he seemed like, suddenly, out of nowhere, this perfect god who's going to help us win the day. And I never liked those. I'm like, well, how dare you just come and be like, in your face, I'm the hero of this story. 
What? But he's like really humble and everything. Yeah, that's why I hate him. <laughs> but, um, he's not arrogant. So enough. I liked that he seemed more imperfect in the movie. Yeah, that's true. Now, was it just me, or was he starting to develop a crush on Wanda? Oh, that happens in the comics. I was like, what? That that happens? Yeah. Magneto will be angry. Yeah, I guess a, a singularity-enhanced man-machine god <laughs> likes witches. I don't know. <laughs> but here's the weird thing. Like, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver... They're enhanced in the cinematic universe, but they're mutants in the um, comics. And now my best guess is that since they're probably still working on getting back the rights. Yeah, to so they don't. They don't. Disney or Marvel Studios doesn't actually have the rights to be able to call characters mutants. Because Fox yeah. owns the X-Men franchise and the, the word mutant. So they have to just call them enhanced or give them a different story. It's it's all stupid. I wouldn't... Well, if they do connect the universes again, they could just... Uh, Magneto could just have some dramatic scene where he tells Scarlet Witch that they always had these powers. Yes, yeah, so you can just <laughs> rewrite the backstory. A couple words. Yeah, a, well, a wave yeah, there's of a already hand. a huge hole in Marvel with the Deadpool movie and Deadpool in um, oh, X-Men right. Origins. Oh, yeah. They're different, aren't they? But it was played by the same guy. Yeah. So it's supposed to be Still, the same. Yeah, but it's not an dad because... He gets his origin in um, X-Men Origins, but he also gets it in Deadpool. And there's two different Deadpools in these two different stories, but they're the same guy, so... Oh, yeah, they have... Well, yeah, because one is Marvel and one is X-Men Yeah, they need to patch that hole. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so uh, what I was saying... Wait, how did they get the rights to have Colossus in um, Deadpool? Because he's in the X-Men franchise. Don't know. Good question. Okay, so so what I was saying though, mm-hmm. I thought I just thought it was humorous, and it honestly reflects a way of thinking that's common in the real world too. But oh, these weapons of mass destruction, these powerful people—they're so dangerous. The only way to make the world safe is to put them in the hands of governments, which is hilarious to me because mm-hmm. governments are the only institutions in the history of the world who have literally like dropped a bombs on people, mass starvation of hundreds of millions of people mass incarceration, genocide. No private company or private group has ever killed hundreds of millions of people, yet governments have, and somehow the world would be safer if governments have control over these powers. I just thought that was funny and kind mm-hmm. of, you know. Well, remember who who thought of this? Wasn't it, wasn't it Ross, General Thaddeus E. Ross? I don't remember all and these characters' names. I don't even remember all their names. We can remember him from his dirty work in the Hulk movies. He's the villain in that, as far as I'm concerned, apart from Abomination. But he's like the hand moving everything. Oh, okay. And See, considering I'm... we saw him again, that I can't remember in Civil all this War, stuff. May mean it's not the end for seeing him, which may mean we actually will get to see him now, become the Red Hulk. How do you know so much about this stuff, considering that? You haven't actually read all the comics, but you know all about them. I studied. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. All right. Any final things oh, to yeah. say? I, wait, I need to do my last um, Oh, your last crow. But I just can't think of okay. one. Okay, just, just quickly, like, what's your favorite thing about the movie? What made you start clapping at the end? Because it was good. The I don't music? know. music? No. 
Um, it was really beautifully shot. Yeah, I thought the too. characters were really strong overall. Uh, mm. I mean, it was. I thought it was a really good movie. Um, I don't know. There was just a nice dash of humor. Not mm. as much as in the Iron Man movies because it was a more ominous. Well, Spider Man made it. Spider Man was yes. actually really well done, really and Ant Man had some nice comic relief too. <laughs> yes, but the Ant Man felt kind of lifeless in that he seemed so unimportant amongst the other characters. Yeah, they, it's like he's just that one guy they bring in to make um, the numbers even. Well, I feel like they're trying to ramp up his role in the broader universe because I think. When he, he was this kind of like, oh, I'm a nobody, and then he did this stuff in his own movie, and now, compared to the other superheroes, he doesn't feel that great, but they're kind of trying to ramp him up a little bit. But yeah, I mean, it's hard, because all those guys can carry, uh, all those characters can carry a movie on their own, so it's yeah, hard to see Yeah, I just them. imagined a bunch of cars, like, with superhero names on, speeding up, and then the ant and was like, and then it falls back down. I'm not. Follow- <laughs> I'm not following. Like a, like all of the. It's like in a race, like a broken car trying to. Keep oh, up. I see. Trying to keep up with all the, the glory and the glam. Um, <laughs> all right. I just need to think of my last. Well, you don't have to force it if you think can't think of, of one. You know what? Just How Spider-Man many- was good in that movie. I don't know. There At you first, go. I didn't really like it, but he but he warmed up to he me. He did. He did well. I I really I thought they they. Introduced him and integrated him really well. Okay, uh, how many stars out of five? Um, uh, four and a half. I'm going to say four and a half as well. I thought this was all around a great flick. I thought it was a lot better. Age of Ultron was good, but just too crazy and busy. And I thought that this Avengers thing might have been taking a nosedive, but I don't think so. This was a really great movie. Mm. All right, until next time. Mm-hmm. This has been, what are, what are we going to call um, it? I don't know, just... A movie review. No, yes, it's been a movie review.